Oh, welcome, all you doo doo pee pee poo poo heads, and not. <laughs> all you, you like that doo doo pee pee poo poo heads. I like that. That's gonna be uh, if you are a member of the uh, Black Tower Podcast fandom, uh, you are a doo doo pee pee poo poo head. Yeah, doo doo pee pee poo poo head. Hello, all you lovely people. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Black Tower Podcast. Is that the nicer way of saying hi? Thanks for tolerating us. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't. Can't wait for somebody. Can you imagine somebody's at work? They've got just like playing on like low speaker, and all their coworkers here is like, "Hello, all you doo doo pee pee poo poo heads." I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> I don't know what I expected, but that was not it. It's sad that I thought about using that exact verbiage uh, for at least 30 minutes before we started. There you go, Morshadi. Yeah. Patron benefit is being called names. But it's with it love. Is certain, it is with love. Which is better than uh, than childhood memories of your dad and you trying to work on the car together. That's fucking <laughs> you can't Trump. hurt my feelings. I uh, held the... Flashlight for my dad while he worked on the car. <laughs> Not if you ask him. <laughs> <laughs> Pointed the light at everything oh, other than what was being worked on. Wow. Well, if he would have... <laughs> oh. We're not going there. I've repressed those memories. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Black Tower Podcast. Uh, you know me by now. And if you don't know me, you lucky bastard. You get to meet me right now. I'm Josh. I'm Sorvon Mihail. How are you doing? Uh, and I'm Andrew. The Bajon Mihail. Uh, if you don't know me, uh, that means you're making probably better choices in life than I am. So <laughs> uh, you're both welcome, and also I'm sorry, uh, which is also what I'll say to you if you ever come, come up to me in person and say, "Hey, I listen to the Black Tower podcast." I'm like, "That's awesome." But also, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's that'll be our tag. Like that'll be our like tagline. You know, you're welcome, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. shit. We are Wheel of Time podcast. We talk all things Wheel of Time. We pick topics, we pick characters, we pick cultures, we pick metaphysical themes, whatever strikes our fancy. <clears throat> we pick and we talk about it from as much or as little of the Wheel of Time book series and TV show series as we want to because we are Sometimes you guys independent podcast and we don't need no restrictions on our content. Yeah, sometimes sometimes you guys pick. Sometimes you guys That's true. say, hey, talk about this. Sometimes yeah. that happens. And there are um, some suggestions that are on the schedule <clears throat> that uh, true. that y'all lovely folks have given us. So they are on the schedule coming up in the future to be done. And if you want to leave suggestions in a live format, you can tell us as we're recording. Or in our super special, super secret, super snazzy patron-only Discord channels, you can head on over to blackterrorpod.com and click the fancy Patreon button where you can join our Patreon and support what we do here at the Black Tower Podcast for just a dollar a month or more if you want. More and more. as you go up in the tiers, the benefits, the benefits just get even better. You can go That's from uh, recording one of our spoiler warnings for us and listening live and getting early access to the episodes, uh, generally about a week early <clears throat> to the episodes. Uh, 
outside of listening live. So that's an addition to that. To getting stickers from us every two months, uh, to getting one of our fancy uh, dedicated coins with the sword on one side oh, and Black Tower. Our I need to on send that side. out. Oh my God, Mattias, oh. I am so sorry. I'm going to send something else to compensate because you need your coin. I have, I apologize. I completely spaced it. Oh. And then if we forget too long to send you your coin, we will do extra to apologize. <laughs> we'll send you a gift. Yeah, you can come up to the uh, the Ashamon tier and you can get one of these fancy coins that has our dragon head on the front. And of course, all the benefits before that. And if you want to find out what else you can do, what other cool things you can get, again, go and check out our Patreon. Uh, there's a link on blacktowerpod.com. Go and check it out. We very much appreciate any and all support we get. And if you're like, hey, I don't know yet if I'm ready to throw y'all some pesos, some dineros, some rubles, some yen <laughs> for the currency. Uh, by oh, yeah. Like the videos, like the podcast, leave reviews wherever you listen to us or wherever you watch us, leave comments. And that kind of stuff does a ton to help us out. As It's true. And that's the free brand of support. You don't have to watch a commercial or nothing unless this counts as a commercial. I mean, it could. But anyway. But we're not going to do commercials. We're not talking about commercials. We're talking about the Wheel of Time. And specifically tonight, we're having, which I think is going to be a very fun discussion. I'm excited for this one. Um, uh, our fact checker, Mihail, is in the comments. I can already tell he's got his fingers poised his 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 mouth is is dripping he cannot wait to well actually the fuck out of this and i can't wait for it too because this is going to be a particularly fun one tonight we're discussing objects of power angreal sangreal and terangreal um but before we get too far into it let's go ahead and make everybody safe from the spoilers and this one's going to be brought to you by a very familiar voice that I'm sure you've heard, though you may not have seen because it is sometimes hard to find them over at North Harbor Podcast. If you get the joke, you get the joke. If you don't get the joke, go and listen to North Harbor Podcast. You should absolutely This is your official spoiler warning. This episode contains spoilers for all 14 books and the prequel. If you are still listening and you haven't read all these... You want to be spoiled, don't you? You crave it. Getting spoiled without putting in the work? Well, get ready. Here it comes. Wow. You know how hard it is to have to cough, but you also can't because you can't mute the mic because you're playing the spoiler one? Yep. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I've had one heck of a day with like uh, with my throat. Cause like I was ta- I was in the middle of talking to people at work today, and like I just started choking on my own spit. And then like I got like the horse voice thing where you can't talk. Oh, yep. If only I had a Terran Grail for that. There, there's a Terran Grail for that. <clears throat> Upset stomach, um, diarrhea, yay, Pepto Angriol. <laughs> 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 okay, so let's start off by saying, uh, let's start off with like a little bit of a recap. We've got Angreal, Sangreal, and Terangreal. And to yes. our knowledge, those are the only 
objects of power. Those are the only physical objects that can be small enough to fit in the palm of your hand, or they can be large enough to be the size of a damn building. Um, and Angreal is, you know, if, if we take into, and we've discussed this before, but this is a very specific aspect of of the Angreal. So, like, that's why I want to do this recap real quick. But the Angreal says, hey, normally you can only ch channel a factor of 10. But with this Angreal, you can channel two more, a factor of two more. And I'm not going to get into the math of that, but basically the Angreal gives you the capacity to channel just a little bit more than you would normally be able to. And it's got it's it's got a hard limit to it. It's got a hard limit. It says you can only channel a factor of two and that's it. Period. End of story. A Sangreal, to my understanding, is just an Angreal, but without that buffering limit without that limiting insulation at the end of it right so instead of just holding an angreal and being able to factor you know being able to channel another factor by two uh we as a channeler holding a sangreal would be able to just channel way way more the danger there is that you can still eventually burn yourself out with a sangreal so you need to be careful about you know power limits and stuff like that and terangreal doesn't give you any kind of oh okay thank you see i told you i told you we're not even you know we're just 10 minutes barely 10 minutes into the show more shoddy's got it so Angreal do have a buffer they're just way way higher so basically Angreal is a big Angreal. Well, not not all of them have a not, not all, all of them have, have a buffer. buffer. <clears throat> um, and then Terra are not channel channeling increasing objects at all. Terra they might be, but Terra usually have a function or a purpose. If I channel spirit into this, it'll make someone fall asleep. Or if I channel spirit into this, it'll make my it'll give me the ability to go into the world of dreams. Okay. Or if I channel fire into this, it'll allow me to create bale fire, whatever the case may be. Tirangri all have a specific activation and a specific purpose. Um, so those are sort of the miscellaneous objects, right? Because a Tirangriol could literally be anything and literally do anything. And most Tirangriol are quite feared because most Aes Sedai in the Third Age in the time of the books don't understand how they work or what they do. Most of them. Even the ones they do understand, they're like, we don't know why it was made, but, you know, we use it for this now. Uh, see the Oath Rod. The yep. current use is vastly different from the original use. <laughs> yep. And then there's also the thing where <clears throat> all Angreal and Saw Angreal require you to be able to channel to use, but not all Terangreal require you to channel to be able to use. Yes. Yes, some Terangreal you don't you don't need to be able to channel to use. Yeah, exactly. So 
Um, then, then you've got another division, which is Sidene and Sidar. We do know that Sangreal and Angreal are built and aligned specifically with Sidene or Sidar. And someone channeling Sidene cannot use an Angreal to amplify their powers if it's if it's an Angreal aligned with Sidar. And vice versa, if an Aes Sedai who channels Sidar is holding an Angreal for Sidene, they will not be able to channel additional Sidar because that Angreal only works with the one side or the other, one half or the other. Yeah. Uh, Tear do they have that specification or is it just one of those like, we made a Tear and it can be activated with Sidene or Sidar, it doesn't matter. Or does that also, because I know some Tear have the, the limiting factor of the different weaves it either has to be fire or has to be earth or has to be spirit or has to be a combination, etc. Is there a specification about Sidene versus Sidar when it comes to Terangriel? I only know of one that I can think of. I don't think that it's as concrete or consistently a requirement, but in, in general, Angreal overall, so using Angreal as an overall term for all of them, all-encompassing term, um, <clears throat> there's none known that can be used by both men and women. But I think that plenty of Terra Angreal get, <clears throat> get around this by the fact that they like perform a specific function. Um, that's not going to always be the case. Actually... They either they either serve a function that is independent of needing the channeling, so like the Foxhead Medallion doesn't need channeling for it to serve a function, so anybody can use it. Right, right. But <clears throat> but um, Cat Swain and Nynaeve's Paralysis Nets only work for for women or for for uh, Sidere. Right, but a Paralysis Net. Keep in mind, though, a Paralysis Net is a collection of Angreal and Terangreal. Mm -hmm. connected to a Tirangriol that aligns them all to work together. <clears throat> well, I mean, it's it's independent Tirangriol. I mean, they're physically connected, but they don't interchange. They don't work with each other necessarily. Right, right, right. No, they are, they are like, individual pieces that are just held yeah. together. So, like, the one that Cat Swain has that, le that goes off or vibrates or whatever whenever there's, um, <clears throat> whenever there's a male channeler around. Like a male channeler, like it might still do that if it detects Sidene if a man's wearing it, but the parts of it that uh, I think I don't know if Kat, I can't remember if Cat Swain's has it, but Nynaeve's has a, one of them that's called a well. That's part She's of her paralysis well. net. That only works to store Sidere. It doesn't work to store Sidene. Yeah, and and we do know that the paralysis net <clears throat> did exist for men because Rand said in the end says to Cat Swain. Hey, yeah. that's a nice paralysis. As a matter of fact, the only reason we know it's called a paralysis net is because he says, "Hey, that's a nice paralysis net." Yeah. I wore a paralysis net myself. I I wore the first paralysis net, and it, once again, Sidene, Sidar, you know the division there. So, yeah, because <clears throat> we also had um, 
the sleep weaver or the the dream world tarot girl i mean they're they're mm-hmm. commonly referred to as the sleep weavers um that it, it didn't matter you didn't even have to channel to use one of those um so i th- i think the distinction there for the most part is if it's a tarot girl that serves a specific function that doesn't include storing some of the uh, the one power like the wells do <clears throat> right then it doesn't matter because i would imagine even if Rand was holding on to the part of the paralysis net or even had cat's wings paralysis net and a, another man like channeled uh sidine like around him it would it would still vibrate and go off okay but that, they're, that they're, i guess that's that's like where my question comes in that that's where my question comes in <clears throat> So we know that some Tirangrial don't require a channeling to use mm. the Dreamweaver, the uh, the Foxhead Medallion. You can just use those as long as it's touching yeah. you, it's touching your skin. They just work. But a Tirangrial that requires the channeling of spirit into it to make it work <clears throat> can, yeah. and I don't, I cannot recall. And the and the, the the issue we're running into here is that the you mean like the black binding rod? tower, huh? You mean like the binding rods or the oath rods? Yeah, like well, and the, I mean I'm getting ready to go there, um, but there's like there's the the balefire rod, there's the red rod, there's the bowl of winds, there's uh, all kinds of tirangrail that require the use of channeling. But do they do? Are they parsed out between Sidine and Sidar? <laughs> okay. Yes, yes Reese. So, lots of lots. Uh, Luz there and likes to play with the nine rods of Dominion. Yeah. Uh, so he summons them. Masana. Um, Masana hints that the most common Terran girl used during the Age of Legends, even those that required channeling, could be used by non-channelers. When describing the function of a slender red call rod, she mentioned that powering it required stimulating what she called the standing flows, described as an always-on power source energizing any number of objects. This was done by weaving hair-thin flows of fire and earth at two of the interconnections. No specification was given regarding the total number of interconnections but the wording implies a multiple because well and you're talking about like the age of legends where it's a time where like they're they're using magic almost like we would like we use electricity and oil yeah so if like there, there was the one power was filling that, the show car then yeah and so I, I believe at one called. point in time one of the forsaken talk about the age of legends and how like weaves just existed we're just like shink like we just had weaves going throughout the city that you could just you know pick up your tear on Griel and go patink and plug it in and call it a day so that tear on Griel would still require channeling just not <clears throat> a channeler yeah eh, in um, that in that kind of i suppose if you want to make that distinction um, I don't remember what they called the <clears throat> the Belfar rod. What was it? It wasn't the red rod. Or was no, it? that that was a different rod. Oh, uh, and it wasn't the black rod, was it? 
Um, oh, what the, <laughs> the 5G Tarongrio. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one right there. Oh, wait, no, it was the flute at Red, Black Rod. It produced Bellfire. Right. <clears throat> we only ever see that one used by female Chandlers. Because uh, Gian Cade uses it against Nynaeve in the Panarch's Palace in Terrabon. And um, Ozna Zarmini uses it against the Andorn forces that try to rescue the kidnapped Elaine. Right. But um, <clears throat> other than that, I don't... So... So there's two examples I know of where we've got a tear on Grial that mm. is specific to Sidene and Sidar. One is the Oathrod. We we do have um, examples or at least mention of there are Sidene Oathrods and there are Sidar Oathrods, binding rods. Sidene binding rods and Sidar binding rods. And and I think the chair of what was the chair? It's not the chair of cheer. The chair of the, remorse. The chair of remorse. Uh, that was also specific to Sidene and Sidar, right? Mm. You had a Sidene one and a Sidar one. I don't. I mean, I have to look at it. I'm looking at it right now. <clears throat> um. Uh, the the only other. Tirongriel that I know of that is actually but this one's kind of an outlier right it's like a a legendary item <laughs> is the uh, is Kalendor because as mm -hmm. we know Kalendor is a Sangrial for Sidene it is also a Sangrial for the true power but it is also also a Tirongriel for some soul swapping nonsense and that's the thing like i don't <clears throat> i don't remember anything being revealed about how like some of the binding rods only worked for sidene and some only worked for sidere i don't it is okay uh, three more binding rods shown to be in the possession of Morden, among other objects of power. He owns in his fortress and the Blight's not known if they are... Okay, so I guess it is, because here at least it says they're not known if the ones Morden has are attuned to Sidene or Sardar as the others described that we see. Okay, so there it is. So, that makes... I mean, it, it makes sense. Because <clears throat> the way I gather is, like, if it requires channeling into to activate it or use it, then it's going to right. be attuned to Sidene or Sidar. If it does not require active channeling to activate, then it's a it may be a may have been made by one or the other or both, but it's not attuned to either necessarily. Right. So that would be like right. the Fox and Medallion. You don't need to channel into it. Um or the Sleepweaver ones or the Red Door Tiangriol or the well. columns at Ruidian. There, there's an implied though, right? When it comes to a Terangrial, there, I mean, we always sort of accept that Sidene spirit flows are are 
essentially the same as Sidar spirit flows, right? Because it's spirit. And when we talk about channeling and weaving, we talk about weaving the five flows and calling it a day. And when channelers link, they're all weaving the same thing. They talk about, you know, uh, you know, the different, different Sidene and Sidar being different, but ultimately still being the same five flows of fire, water, air, earth, and spirit. But So does that mean a tear on Grial? If you flowed, if you channeled at it with spirit, would that same tear on Grial activate no matter if you used Sidene or Sidar? I'm actually <laughs> going to say yes. I'm going to say there is no doubt. I'm going to say that's one of the, I'm going to say that's probably one of the keys with the tear on Grial because the only things that seem to care is the Angreal and Sangreal, right? I mean, we we don't really we don't really know. I mean, those are the only ones we see them really try. I mean, I think there's hints at whenever Elaine is trying to sort through the objects from that she finds in um, uh, what was the first door? Like the the well, she doesn't really get to sort through the Stone of Tear ones. Um, the what was it, Ebudar, where they find the other stash? Yeah, the, the cash the or the it is. Yeah, is I know there's some that she references that she feels like as she pushes power into it, it just keeps drawing it in and never does anything. Yeah, that's kind of what I interpreted. That that's what like a Sidene attuned Tarangriol would do if channeled into by like a Sidar. Well, you definitely uh, you would do. have... Well, see, and this is a fun conversation with Terangriel. You definitely would have Terangriel that would be one or the other or both. Yeah. Right? I mean, it is perfectly within the realm of reason to say some Terangriel except Sidene. Some Terangriel except Sidar. Some Terangriel don't give a fuck. I don't know. I don't... It would stand to reason that they that there were Terangriel created that accept both. Uh, we just never see any, so especially I don't, I ones. Don't know. Well, okay, what? Because mm. because even then, like the the two strongest saw Angriel ever made. Well, no, because there's an argument to be made there that it had to separate separate out whether it took Sidene or Sidar because of the amount of power it was using, and they couldn't make one that would accept both that was strong enough to withhold to withstand that. Right. And of course, yeah, I know that song, girl. But, um, well, I mean, because my thing is, if you could make binding rods that could be used by either or, why make ones that were attuned to either or? Well, think about it like this: because even in the Age of Legends, you still had yes, all channelers were just channelers. There was no men organization and female organization there was just channelers we're all channelers we're all equal we all live together in happiness and harmony um but it would stand to reason that there would be specific areas of study on the nature of Sidene and Sidar 
And so, you know, when you, when you start looking at things scientifically, you start saying, okay, well, what can it do? What can it not do? What are my limitations? What are my capabilities? What are the limitations of these capabilities? And so it would stand to reason to me that I would make a Tirangriol that is a lighter that only works with Sidene flows of fire just because scientifically I have the ability to do that and I'm trying to understand how those two things work. Does that make sense? Did I lose you? <laughs> Technical difficulties at the Black Tower. Uh, he who comes with the wine, you're asking about the Narbaha. And I believe, my guess is that one does use a channeler. Um, because the only time they got it to work was when he scattered the Shido. So I, my guess is he was channeling into those and sending people around just to fuck with them. Uh, but that's that's a good question on that. But even when they can't... Well, well, wait, doesn't it say that it takes them like a week to recharge? But it only sends them to random places? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. So those weren't even Tirangriol. <laughs> that was just that was literally just him fucking with everybody. Um oh, okay, that, that's where I was gonna go with this. I was gonna go into so Calador is the one object that we know interacts with every single aspect of the power it it involves it interacts with sidene it interacts with sidar it interacts with the true power it is the one object of power that gets everything it covers all bases it is a sangreal for sidene it is a sangreal for the true power but it does not function appropriately or properly unless you are in a circle with people who are channeling Sidar as well. So it's like, I, I, that is the only object of power that I can think of that I think exists that interacts with literally every aspect of the power. And I find that fascinating because my my thinking is, you know, you've got Angreal and Sangreal, and that's basically, you know, if you want to say it's a filter, uh, you know, as I am a filter. If I'm a channeler, I am a filter. It's the one power, but the only bit of the one power that I can interact with is Sidene. Then you've got, oh, no. <laughs> Ah, 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 hi everybody <laughs> oh welcome back andrew yeah i'm gonna have to like go back to like another pair of headphones or whatever they did this to me during what a holiday now they're doing it to me now or 
maybe I need to update the driver for the Bluetooth because it's not voice mod crashing or anything. It's just the, the connection for the Bluetooth going super spotty and then giving out. Yeah. So, so, so like I knew we were getting close to the, to the Narbaha discussion. I was like, yeah, cool. This is a good part, fun part of the discussion. And my AirPods are like, yeah, no, fuck you. <laughs> Well, yeah, if you Morshadi want to jump, and, if you want to backtrack to the Narbaha, well, no, that was it because like Morshadi already uh, pointed it out. I mean, the, the namesake is full boxes. That was yes. the thing. Like, you know, it's those might would have been an example of somebody that could channel Sidair using something meant for Sidine, but in reality, it, they did they didn't do anything. Just Samuel was sitting there watching and being like, "Oh, cool, I'll make one for you." Yeah, and of course they couldn't see because they can't. Even the ones that can channel can't channel Sidine. And even if they could channel Sidine, they wouldn't be able to see the flows because I'm sure he would have inverted them. Yeah. Um, um, but as for as for this question, are the seals a tear on drill? Yes. 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 Hundred percent. They are. <laughs> they would have to be right because not only mm -hmm. not only are they the literal sort of locks on. A, a metaphysical door but the dark one has access to them from its side of the interdimensional mm. sealed rift i don't uh i mean i get what you're saying and i ultimately agree uh, i would argue the semantics that i wouldn't use the word access um because his counterstroke on on sidine and the taint on Sidene and Sidene being an integral part of the seals is what allows his essence or whatever you want to call it to erode them over time, despite the fact right. that they're made of Quindiar. Um, so you can affect them. Um, but ultimately, yes, I agree. To them. Well, I mean, you can touch a secure door, even if you can't go through it. Right. And, and given the time, you could erode it from the outside to get to the inside. You could touch it, but right? You don't but have access. that's what that's why I said it was a very semantic argument. For yeah, me yeah, yeah. That I wouldn't say access. Ultimately, the idea behind what you're saying, I, I absolutely agree with. Yeah, he can at least reach out and touch them. So, because me, access would mean that he could just go ahead and like get to the core of them, break them, and move on to what he did, and the seals would be well pointless. And this is this is kind of the interesting thing is that because now he who comes with wine is asking a really good question. So, are they designed to interact with all three? I'm going to say no. No, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say they are not designed to interact with all three. As a matter of fact, they were only designed to interact with Sidine because it was Sidine that was True. tainted, and the Dark One was not attacking after the fact was not attacking Sidene mm. was physically eroding the the physical manifestation of the seal holding that rift closed mm. and was unable to access Sidene again because and we yeah. even know this because uh when Rand is fighting the dark one and they're going through their building universes upon universes upon universes in one of those universes this the dark one's like yeah no i have full access to both sidine and sidar now and i've tainted them so much and the only way you can channel and not go insane is if you swear to me 
and then I give you access to clean site in and site R. I swear. Swear to me. <laughs> swear uh, to well, me. Like, I so I agree with part of the sentiment that one just said. Um, because Luz wanted uh female channelers to be a part of it. And I think that's why he used Quindiar as the anchor point for the weaves. Um that made them into Terran Girl because the more you try to destroy Quindiar, the stronger you make it, which is what makes it such an incredible material. It'd be like having kinetic armor or ballistic armor. And the more you like you shoot it with a 22 and it gets a little bit stronger. You shoot it with a 50 cal, it gets way stronger. Think like Ublek without a breaking point. Um, but like Ublek, that would require immediate hit shock damage. Yes. But much like Ublek, what the Dark One does is he slowly erodes it over time, just like you can slowly put your hand through Ublek and it won't get stuck or stopped against the solid. Um, because the Dark One, he doesn't erode like the weaves that make up the Terran Grial part of the, the anchors on his prison. He erodes the, the physical component that they're anchored to, because without the anchor point, then they can't be anchored anymore. But I, I do think that Luz Theron... Like maybe deliberately use Quindiar because he's like, if these ever get weak, then whoever survives or anybody can just come out here, uh, throw a bunch of channeling weaves into the Quindiar like they're trying to break it, and they'll actually make it stronger and rejuvenate it. Maybe that was part of his thought, and then you know, everybody well, went insane. And the other thing is too, he wanted women to be there, but we know they were not because mm -hmm. in the creation of those seals, in in that whole interaction. Sidene is what was tainted. Sidene is what was, you know, affected by the backlash. Sidar was just fine. And as as we've discussed before, uh, the 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 ladies of the time were slow to act, and Luce Theron was desperate to act. And, you know, for better or worse, he bought them a few thousand years <laughs> to figure out a solution. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find where they're... Obviously, listening. there were some unintended consequences. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like the namesake of like half of the entire book series. Let me do thing. Oh no, unintended consequence. I mean, it's almost like, you know, real life where you, you do the thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, um the thing is like I don't know that Luce Theron brought these hold on. So, because Rand says to Egwene about the seals, he's talking like, you know, from his memories as loose there, and that I crafted these, he whispered, I made them to never break, but I knew as I did it that they would eventually fail. Everything fails when he touches them. Um, I'm trying to find exactly, because I don't know that. Did they did because if they already had these seals ready and brought with them, then either it's part of the plan that Luz Theron had put together to do the seal, 
or they have had to seal people away in a shape or form before, which would make sense as to how they were able to seal away the Forsaken as well. Um, um I don't I don't know. Okay. I always I always interpreted that line to be something like, you know, he's a real smart guy, right? He may not he may not know understand how a thing is going to happen. But he does understand that a thing is going to happen. And he understood in the moment that his solution was an imperfect seal. He didn't understand how. He didn't know how. He didn't know why. But he knew that eventually this imperfect seal would fail. That was always my interpretation of that particular interaction. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. Just looking to see if <clears throat> I could find anything about when they were actually made. I mean, I don't, I don't exactly know. I mean, we've we've seen from Egwene that you can channel into a pre-existing object and turn it into Quindiar. Right. Um, so, you know, who's to say that? The, the hundred companions weren't carrying Aes Sedai ba banners into battle and loose there and turned the Aes Sedai symbols on the banners into the seals. Like, oh, it, but, it could but be, it could be almost anything. Yeah. Or he could have actually, they could have absolutely had them made before. These, honestly, the fucking Quindiar plate, they could have legitimately just been like plates that they ate off of. And it was like, that's all we have to use. Yeah. I am Quindiar or whatever. Um, I'd honestly, I'd believe any of it. I mean, given that Luz Theron was a tactician and strategist, I would like to think that they brought it in. I mean, you're, you're living at the height of experimentation with, with magic and technology. I would imagine that at some point they at least had a concept of how to seal away big baddies that like the binding rods or the binding chairs don't work on or aren't sufficient to deal with. Aren't sufficient in capability or aren't sufficient in uh requirements like legal requirements uh i would say like not sufficient um in like uh like capability or something they're kind of like a he's too dangerous to be kept alive scenario okay. is is what first came to mind um but we see this in like uh there's a bunch of like uh novels like fantasy novels that do this where they they can basically download your brain into like a stasis uh, server and like uh, your punishment is a thousand years in stasis and so like they suspend your consciousness like either in like a cryogenic like a box or like they download your consciousness to like a, a computer server for, um, for like a thousand years and you come back and that's your punishment for committing a crime or something um, seems a little too barbaric for the age of legends but yeah. Age of Legends also wasn't nearly as peaceful and kind and easygoing as it's uh, alluded well, to be. 
Yeah. And, and, and that might be a, a discussion for another time, but yeah, no, some of their punishments were quite, uh, <laughs> uh, decisive. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the concept of punishing you by absolutely overriding and removing your free will, um, in an unavoidable way. I mean, I've said this a thousand times when we talk about like the binding rods or the oath rods. Like, you prevent somebody from doing anything bad, right? By making them completely incapable of doing anything bad, doesn't inherently make them good. Yeah. What's the What's the saying? Is it's like uh, a man who cannot commit violence is no better than the man who does commit violence. What is it? Uh, talking about like um, not committing violence because you're incapable isn't like a badge of honor. Like it doesn't mean yeah. anything. It doesn't mean anything. If if you can't do it, if, not do something you already can't do. Like I can't. Guess like, what, guys? I choose not to fly. It doesn't fucking matter because I can't fly. That does that doesn't mean anything. I choose not to use my financial influence uh, as as Rockefeller did, and you know start a monopoly on a needed commodity cool i don't get to brag about that because i can't do that so i'm not my heart and my mind aren't changed because of that but what you have is you now have people who are still very much desirous to participate in these actions but now are unable to because of the binding effect of these kinds of things um oh and there's wine uh hitting us up in the the patron live recording chat in discord uh with uh some knowledge from uh, the oh, tarvalon.net website uh that loose Aaron's initial plan to cut off the shadow's touch needed six uh six male and seven female Aes Sedai of moderate strength and he had already made the seven Quindiar seals with the symbol of the Aes Sedai to use as focus points for the weaves um, but Latra's maneuvering, however, made his plan much more difficult to implement. Uh, which that last part, I that's uh, that's a, a misrepresentation, in my opinion, of what happened. Um, because initially, like we we talked about this earlier uh, in a couple episodes ago or several episodes ago, like Lucian brought this before the hall. The hall was like, "No, right. we should do the Choden call route," and he was like, "Okay, I'll wait for the Choden call." Right. And then the access keys were in a city that was conquered by the shadow, overrun by the shadow. And he went back to the hall. I was like, cool, I did it your way. And look what happened. We've lost access to the most powerful weapons ever created by. by yeah. Now, potentially. Now, now we have no other option. Potentially the forces of the shadow have access to our nuclear arsenal. Yeah. They don't have time. And that I believe. If I'm not mistaken, the implication was that Latra was like, "Okay, cool, do your thing," but I'm not sending any women with you. Yeah, I think I think Latra this was is actually holding out yeah. hope that they could recover them, even though they had already tried several times and it failed. Like everyone they sent to to try to recover them wound up not returning. Yeah, and this is actually one of the reasons why I did not like the interaction with. <laughs> 
<laughs> it could be, but it's not because of the yeah. So at least I'd answer but, that because I do believe that he would. That yeah, that makes sense that he would have made the the Quindiar, or they would have made mm. the Quindiar sales beforehand. And it is, yeah, you, you know, at least he, he had a plan. It makes sense. Yeah, it would make sense because, again, we know he was an extremely intelligent person who had extremely well thought out intelligent plans. Um, what he lacked was the uh, the viciousness required <laughs> that the, cooperation the shadow of his cohorts. Yeah. Um, and the cooperation of his cohorts. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel you, like there's a lot of times where Luce Theron was of... like. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say, I feel like there's a lot of times where Luce Theron was like, "Okay, we got to do this," and everybody went, oh, "That's so mean! Why would you do that?" And he's going, "Guys, we're at war. <laughs> no, it's literal Satan. We can't do that. We got to be." We've got to look for it. I, re- and I don't even mean that to be like satirical or, or make, I'm not making fun of anybody. I can see that as being an actual argument that they were having. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, this is, this is a society that had not seen war in what? Hundreds of years, hundred years, at least not full on war. Like they probably saw not in their war. lifetime at the very least, not full on war. Yeah. yeah. Skirmishes and little, little disputes. Absolutely. Sure. What 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 they have is what we have is the equivalent of I saw the World War II documentary. Ooh, that looks scary. I don't want that. Well, nobody wants it. But when you've got someone at your doorstep going, no, there is no other alternative. I am coming in and I'm going to end you and everybody in here. Like. And I can see Luce Theron kind of being like, okay, we we don't really have a choice the fight has been brought to us and now it is time for us to defend ourselves and the only way we're going to defend ourselves is by ending the ability of our enemies to continue perpetrating this violence against us and that requires some extreme acts of violence in a lot of cases yeah well i mean and even then like his plan didn't involve like killing anybody they would just seal them away. Like they wouldn't be dead. They would just be in like permanent stasis. Uh, which I mean, yeah, you can make plenty of arguments. Like, was that the, is that a moral thing to do or not? Uh, I kind of think morality goes out of the window whenever you're literally massacring entire villages and cities of civilians. Um, but that's me. Uh, so, yeah. But ultimately, like that that was that was the plan. Uh, Anyway, we're we're delving more into like the nature of the steels <laughs> uh, and sealing than we are like on Terangra and all that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, so with that, I think like that would make the seals more of like a pseudo Terangra, not really a true Terangra. They're just anchor points for weaves. Yeah, well, well, it, it's a very specific Terangra. It does one thing and it doesn't after that one thing has been assigned it doesn't have any more it's like a program right well the seals themselves don't don't do anything yeah they're anchor points right so so what i'm saying oh 
That's where I was like, yeah, because oh. I said earlier, I was like, yeah, no, they're definitely Teron Grill. And now I'm like, is did nah, he use? Okay, 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 okay. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. So the weave known as aligning the matrix is the weave that we know as making power rot weapons and items, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. So what if the seals are not a Tirangrial, just like a power rot sword is not a Tirangrial? What if they made the Quendiar seals, which would explain why we have a half white and half black Quendiar seal, right? Because isn't it confirmed somewhere that Quendiar made with Sidine is black and Quendiar made with Sidar is white? I want to say that's I want to say that's a thing. But if know. they made the Quindiar seals in advance and then he used a kind of aligning the matrix to imbue the Quindiar seals the Quindiar discs with a weave and that weave is comprised entirely of Sidene and is imbued or aligned into the very fabric of the Quendiar seals, which is why those seals are, which is why the weave is intact for so many years, because the, the Quendiar is actually holding and keeping the weave intact. That is a mind fuck. Did, did any of that make sense? Please tell me it did because my head is like going a yeah, million no, miles an hour right now. So we don't we don't have any any concrete that Sidair makes white Quindiar and that Sidine makes black Quindiar, but that is the prevailing theory. Um because the oh the domination band is also made from black Quindiar. Exactly. So yeah. I guess that, that would Mm. I feel like that would lend itself to that theory is um, theory is probably closer to being the truth than it is not. So but yeah, so yeah. But um So with that, I think we kind of answered like the initial question about for for town girls. I I think uh, is that if it requires, if it doesn't require any active channeling to activate, then it's essentially one power neutral. Um, not to mention the fact that it just doesn't require the one power to activate to do anything. And then if it does require channeling, then it will be dependent on whichever uh side of the one power it's attuned to if it's a if it was attuned to sidine then it requires sidine if it was attuned to sidar it would require sidar like i don't i don't think you could take nynaeve's uh paralysis net and store sidine in the in her well no not in the well no like so that one would be attuned to sidair and 
and and that is specific to the one power. Mm-hmm. So if you have a if you have well, a could you uh, activate you any of them with the true power? Could you store true power in Nynaeve's well? I don't think so. I don't think and, so. Either. And 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 the reason I don't think so is I think because it would actually break it if you tried. I think that would actually when Moradin, it when Moradin holds Kalindor at the end of the book, he realizes that not only was it Morden or was it Rand? I think it was Morden. But he realizes that it is a Sangreal for Sidene and for the true power. Well, and, and he's there. surprised. It's the, it's Inside, the one yeah. that can that can that is a Sangreal for all. And he's surprised by that, by the fact that the true power is included in that list. He's yeah. like, oh, no way. <laughs> Talk about an item that is like way OP. Let's see. Uh, so, so asking questions. So apparently Simarog's copies of the Domination bands are still black. Um, so we know the Adam, which can be used against, uh, female Chandlers were all made by female Chandlers. So I would think that the same would have happened and be true of the domination ban. If you're making something specifically to create a controllable link using Sidene, then you need to be able to use Sidene to control Sidene. I believe that's where I go with. Uh, what do you think, Josh? Yes. I, I I would I would well and that and that's that was kind of where I was going with my question earlier of is Sidene spirit different from Sidar spirit? Because I I know we don't have any confirmation but sometimes things happen and sometimes we get different results with sight. Oh, oh did the earbuds go again? <laughs> All right. And I will say this. If, is the eye of the world a huge well? Yes. That would be my guess. I think that would. But I think the eye of the world is a unique well. Well, is it? Or is it just a well that's big enough that you can see into? Because that's that's a really great point, though, because they, they actually talk about, like, drop, what, someone drops, like, a rock into it, and the, 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 the pure, raw sidine just kind of, like, dissolves it. I think it would be a well, yeah. I think it would be kind of a unique well, maybe like a maybe like a legendary well kind of a thing where it wouldn't be just a regular well. It would be a, a well that was made with a nat 20 roll. <laughs> or maybe it's just a regular well except for it's like massive. I don't know. That would that would imply understanding the mass of Sidene and Sidar, which we know that there are... Is this thing working now? 
Now I'm working. Now I can hear you. Right. I, uh, my computer and I are going to fight once we get done with this episode. <sighs> um, so sorry. I, I didn't get to hear your conversation. I was just talking about the eye of the world being a, a well. Because Wine was asking, is it a well? And I'm saying yes. I'm saying it was just oh. a very large well. But the difference between the Eye of the World and like the well that Nynaeve carries would be that the Eye of the World was so large that you could actually physically touch raw Sidene. You can see it as if were as if it were water. Not recommended. Not recommended. No. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't know because, like, what the wells do is you just impart impart the one power into them until they're full. Which I guess you can make the argument that that's what they did too, with the addition of the uh, the female Isodai applying the the filter. Um, to filter out the taint from it. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I could see it. Yeah, sure. If, if like, if the eye of the world's only, if it was built specifically with the one power to hold Sidene, then yes, it's a Terangriel. Which seems to be the case, because I don't think you could just... If if physically touching pure Sidene apparently would have dire consequences, like touching fucking acid, like it would just be too much and would just overload and burn your body, then they wouldn't have just, like, dumped it into, like, you know, old man Jenkins' well into Blight. It would have just eroded everything away. So... Yeah... No, and and I, I think you've nailed it right on the head there, Wine, incomplete metaphysics. If there's one thing we know about Robert Jordan, it's that he was the master of making things seem cut and dry and simple and well-established and firm, but that's not the case at all. That's well, especially not the case in book one. Yeah. Um, you, you, you are presented with a, a world with rules and as the, uh, as the world continues to expand and grow, so does our understanding of those rules. And so does the application of a lot of those rules. And you kind of go, Hmm, that's not exactly what I thought it was. And it's pretty good. So. But final thoughts, like, or uh, yeah, no, no, I, I agree. That's pretty much what I was about to do without even saying it, I guess. Now that I'm thinking about what I was about to say, um, in terms of Angrial being hard coded to uh, Sidene, Sidere, or uh, True Power, uh, with the obvious, staggeringly surprising, glaring exception of Kalendor, um. I would say, yes, they're hard coded to one of the three, 
normally side D or side R, unless they're a Tarangreal that does not require channeling to complete its programmed purpose. Um, so if it's something like the Redstone Doorways or um, the Sleepweaver Tarangreal or the Foxhead Medallion or the Sidene, Side Air Detector, parts of the Prowlis Net, all that kind of shit, uh, then those are absolutely power neutral. Um, they at most they react to a specific power in the case of the side D side R detectors, but um, for everything else, yeah, it's, it's hard coded. Um, I, I still believe that there definitely had to be ones that could use both, but given the over overwhelming number that exists that are hard coded to only side D or side R. If there were ones created that could use both, like Calendor, which maybe Calendor is a residual of them doing experiments to try to make one that could use both, um, that any of them that were made would have been towards the end of the Age of Legends into the breaking of the world in the War of Shadow, um, and were either destroyed or have been lost or whatever the case is. So... Yeah, they're they're all they're all locked their to their specific power, so uh, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, and you know, I, I just kind of add on to that. I I, I agree. You know, I, I feel like I feel like the majority of Terangriel we have in the story are hard coded to one or the other, but. Given the fact that a, we know that the creation of Angreal and Sangreal, they're created in pairs, one coded Sidene, one coded Sidar. Cool, great. Um, Tirangreal. My guess is that there are plenty of Tirangreal that are hard coded one way or the other. But remember, if you don't know it's a Tirangreal, you can go your entire life with, you know. Grandpa had that statue of a dude wearing a helmet, and that's just something that's been passed down uh, in the family for hundreds and hundreds of years. So they say it's from the Age of Legends, but I don't know. It's a Sidene Tirangrial, and nobody's ever identified it because nobody channels Sidene. Cool, great, wonderful, awesome. Um, but also, given the how few remaining Tirangriol there actually are in the world. Many of them were destroyed. Many of them were lost. I feel like to say that the Tirangriol we have in the main story cannot be said to be an accurate representation of what a Tirangriol is capable of, which is a, a big statement to make because the Tirangreal in the stories are capable of everything from making fire to literal making interdimensional travel. Like, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, that God, Angreal, Sangreal, and Tirangreal. Once again, a deceptively simple topic or deceptively complicated topic. You know, you think you get into it, but you start chewing on that bone, and man, there's there's a lot of marrow there. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel, uh, it's the thing is like both like 
a simple uh, i think the overarching question has a simple answer but when you start getting into the specifics is where it starts getting a bit more complicated uh it's like it's like exactly. that meme of the dude sitting there like looking at the butterfly and it's like is this a bird you're sitting there is this a terangrial? <laughs> is, is this a terangrial? so yeah awesome well, all right well let us know what you think in the comments down below, comments on the podcast, whatever the case is. Let us know in review. Uh, if you think we're absolute morons and don't know what we're talking about, feel free to say that. We will treat your comment with the respect it deserves. <laughs> Which, if that's what you're saying and you mean it earnestly, then uh, the respect it deserves is uh, zero and we will treat it as such. Um, but thanks for the free engagement. Uh, which also, like, if you're going to leave a critique a comment with a critique in it cool great but be open to hearing our response make sure your spelling's right because as we know the rules of the internet say that if you make a spelling mistake in your counter argument you're automatically wrong but yeah that's right let us know what you think uh also let us know what, what were some of your favorite angriol saw angriol tear angriol um and in the series, what are some things you think maybe are Terangrial or any other kind of Angrial that we said weren't or and vice versa? Let us know. We want to hear what you think down below. And if you don't want to put it in the comments on YouTube, uh, make sure you head over to our Discord and you can chat with us there and everybody else in the Discord. And y'all can have fun arguing back and forth while I'm normally too busy at work to be able to check too much of the Discord. Um, but with all that being said, we're going to go ahead and sign off for this episode. Thank you all for listening. Thank y'all so much for your support, whether it's just listening and helping us out, or if you're on Patreon, or if you're liking the video, sharing it out. If you're not doing that, please do that. It really does help us out a lot. But for all of us here at the Black Tower podcast, I have been Andrew, your Bajan Mihail. And I have been Josh Yersorvon Mahal. And thanks for listening. Thanks for being awesome. Thanks for supporting us by subscribing and hitting the like button. Um, and thanks for uh, being here uh, for your weekly dose of taint. And we hope that wherever you are, you leave here just a little bit more insane than you.